Welcome to Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, we are very honored to have the National Vice Commander of the American Legion, Miss Patricia Harris. And I think I should say Commander Patricia Harris. Patricia, thank you so much for coming to Sunbear Studio today. Oh, thank you. It's always an honor to be able to come and share our story, you know, with the media and to get to know everybody that's in the community. Now, tell me where you live on a normal day. (laughs) that's funny a normal day (laughs) well if I'm not traveling and touring I would say and visiting uh, these awesome departments that I have um, in the southeast region which is my command I come from Raleigh North Carolina oh it's beautiful in Raleigh North Carolina isn't it it is yeah it's a beautiful place okay so How long does this command last for you? One year. We do it one year. Because it's a lot of travel. It is a lot of travel, but when you're doing things that you love and you're sharing the message about our American Legion, which I love, and our family, I'm always honest, it doesn't seem like it's a chore. Tell me about your service in the military. Well, I am a combat veteran. Uh, I did um, jobs that weren't necessarily, uh, I guess you could say, um, what they would expect women to do. They was non-traditional jobs uh, in communication. So I used to climb poles, set them, uh, telephone poles, and trees, and repel you know, offside of cliffs, you know, with wire installation, switchboard operator, all this stuff running in the mud. But it was an it was an awesome adventure. <laughs> that okay, I know that I have the advantage of being able to to look at you as we're having this interview and, and my listeners can't see you, but the, Patricia's not the person that you would think would be a, a combat veteran. She she looks like a nice Mama. <laughs> well, I am a mother, a mother of two, uh, two adults. And I have three grandchildren, uh, two boys who are also uh, sons of the American Legion. Uh, they're 19 and the one is 10. I call him the boss. He's 10 going on 55. Very old soul. And I have a granddaughter. And um, she's an auxiliary member as well. Um, I come from a family... You know, uh, my dad was World War II veteran, and my mother, you know, she was in the auxiliary. And 
I earned my eligibility in the American Legion family by my daddy's eligibility, you know, his service. And when I became an adult, I did the one thing that he kept telling me I could only wear his cover, his Legion cover, for two minutes. I had to earn it. You have to earn the right to be a legionnaire. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what the American Legion does in each community around the Southeast and why it's so important to get involved with the American Legion. Well, one thing, you got to look at our, um, with our family. The American Legion family stands over uh, 2 million strong. We have 1.7 million legionnaires across this great nation and in, in also in uh, countries. So if you served uh, in the military, you need to at least have one day, you know, of service. Uh, that count. Uh, honorable discharge. Under honorable conditions. And now that the door has been opened, it do not have to be a war time as we know it, but we know that the American Legion family recognized that the United States have been involved in conflicts and wars all the time. We have people serving all the time. It do not have to be a specific campaign that they are involved in for them to be able to join us. If there are veterans out there who are not part of a local American Legion, what would you say to them? I would First, I would tell them that it's not uh, the same as their grandfather's <laughs> Legion, you know, what they usually think about the American Legion. But we do have the same programs. We still work them, they still work, and they are very much... Um, a part of the community, like our Boy State, and, and even the Boy Scouts. That was our first program that we supported. That was the first one that we supported. And so we also have Boys and Girls State. That's part of the family, the Girls uh, girl State with the auxiliary. Um, we have Legion Baseball. We are very much in the community, family-oriented, uh, service-centered, uh, you know, to the veteran, to that service member that's still serving their family as well. We are here to help. Yes, we want them to come and join us. Do you feel like it is helpful to anybody who has served in the military to have a family around them, helpful to, to be in a group of like-minded people? Oh, absolutely, because who can better understand people that, except for those that have been there? You know, we also served. We have our families that served with us, so they understand. They understand all of the ins and the outs on what it takes, you know, from going from one place to another, uh, what we call PCSing, and you need sponsorship. We know that you have to have support. And that's what we do. We support each other. We continue the same thing that we had enjoyed while we served. We have that same thing. We have the same camaraderie. 
you know, we share that. Um, our spouses are able to relate to other spouses because they all understand the sacrifice that it uh, that it takes to defend this country. And they know that you have to have people that's going to be there for the long haul because many times when we serve, we also leave family. And, and, we, and the other part you have to understand, everybody that served, they know that they have all developed families wherever we was at. Wherever we served, we always had families that we made within those units. Well, the same thing, you have to look at the American Legion. We are an extension to that same concept. We're still here to, uh, to assist. We're here to support. And we just branch it out even more and support the communities wherever we reside. As you travel from city to city and see different American legions, tell me some of the great things that are going on that you have learned. Well, you know, um, Mississippi is uh, certainly not a, a state that's foreign to having um, natural disasters, which that's very uh, common, in, especially in the southeast region. And we've all been hit hard by that. But it was just that support that they have even here, how they just jumped in whenever uh, there was tornado, floods, whatever the disaster was, crisis. They were still here for each other and still there for the community. If it's, and, and I see that in the post. The post have, some, some posts have set up, you know, as aid stations. I know that during uh, the COVID uh, time, I remember that there were posts during the pandemic that um, that had substantial amount of uh, property, you know, where it was available to allow people to come in and get shots or be tested. We also have posts, you know, that are set up for the American Red Cross because they need blood to help save lives. And they're there for that as well. Being of community service, we also want to make sure that people know that we are also that watchful eye of our elected officials on Capitol Hill. And we have a legislative day coming up pretty soon where we will go and have the opportunity to address our elected officials in each one of our states and commonwealth uh, and territories to ask them to garner that support for, you know, our um, military and their quality of life issues, which is housing, child care, and such. And then, of course, we want to make sure everybody know that, hey, if you utilize the GI Bill, you can thank the American Legion for getting that going for you as well because we're still here on the front lines fighting here for that too. We want to make sure that we just passed the PACT Act 
with all of the support that we have from the citizens here out of uh, the state of Mississippi that participated, because it took all of us to get our elected officials, you know, to uh, to sign that to make it law, because it's not right for any of our veterans, you know, to go in harm's way, and then be exposed to things, and then not be compensated for it and cared for. And then, of course, like just like the Camp Lejeune, we want to make sure that they are not getting ripped off by the attorneys, you know, that uh, see this as blood in the water. Hey, we can just start taking advantage of veterans. And then, of course, there's homelessness. And then that homelessness and veterans don't even belong together. Those words don't even go together. And then we have to be the one. And they can learn a lot about Be The One by BeTheOne.org. Um, this is the American Legion taking the first step in addressing the, pre the prevention of veteran and military suicides. Because let's face it, we have a lot of people that make that choice. They are loved ones. They are now neighbors. And we hear a lot of numbers, 14, 17, 22. One is too many. But be the one to reach out when you see someone that may be struggling or just check on them. So we are in the front with that as well. Be the one dot, dot org. O-R-G. Okay. I'll and put that Legion in the show notes. Org. Say it again. I'm sorry. It's be the one dot org and legion.org, and they can find out about a lot of our programs that we have. You have stated what the American Legion is all about so well, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Just want people to check us out. Look at legion.org and ALA4Veterans.org. That's our auxiliary. And then the American Legion, of course, is Legion. Dot org and be the one dot org. Commander Harris, thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you so much for having us. Okay, Shark fans, that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview or for access to this interview, go to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the Interview tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023 and have a great rest of the day. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady. 